the main topic of discussion for tonight. That's our reaction to The Last of Us. I'm, I'm assuming that everybody's watched the first episode, right? Wait, wait, wait. Before we, before we go in, did anybody prepare for the first episode? How did you go about preparing? Okay, myself, and this is this is me alone, I started a playthrough because I wanted to have the material, the source material close in my in my brain where I can be like, this is close, this is spot on, versus like, oh yeah, I remember kind of kind of part of that. The most preparing I did was just like watching a bunch of trailers. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not paper. <laughs> I ain't even watched the trailer. <laughs> it, went to- it went totally blind. So you're representing yeah. the segment that has neither played the game or um, you just don't know anything about the game, which is good. Good to have a perspective of a non-game player. Game. I am I am representing the persona that did play the game, got up to a certain point, and forgot why he stopped playing it. So but you haven't finished the game. I don't. I mean, yeah, so... I haven't. There might be spoilers that we'll discuss that I don't know yet. Uh, but yeah, I <laughs> I got to a certain point and I was really digging the game. I don't know what happened, truthfully, but I never finished it. Never finished okay. the campaign. Okay. So we have somebody who's never played the game, somebody who hasn't finished the game, and I've beaten the game three times. Yeah. So we have the, we have the spectrum within our little trifecta. So that's good. We've got it covered. (laughs) Right. And that's why I'm going to go first. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Vance, what'd you think about the show? All right. So I've played the game when I forget her name, but when she walks downstairs and she's looking for her dad or whatever. That's as far as I've got. Yeah. That's as far as I've got. Did you get scared? So, so. I was watching the episode, you know, me and, you know, Jake, you were watching it. And when she's at the bookcase and the lady in the back starts twitching, I was out. Jake, he was like, <laughs> um, you want me to turn the light on for you? I said, no, you got to turn the light on. I'm not watching that at all. Like, once I see her twitching in the back, I'm like, see, you know what, see. So then I had to look it up and I'm like, let me see what type of it is. They was like, oh, oh, I'm skimming, 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 skimming. What word am I looking for? Oh, there it is. Har out click we're gone you know what i'm saying we'll wait for them to discuss it on the show i'm good you know what i'm saying i'm like see so did jq finish the show nah she did not she did not she did not she did not, not finish the show you know she she might actually like the show but she was probably like no i'm gonna wait till he go to work to watch it because you know she's like you want me to turn light on for you no you have to turn light on for me i'm okay i'm good i'm a- you know, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go check out something else. You know, <laughs> and that's as far as I got in the game in the movie. So you got scared, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. All right, Hami, what's your take? Okay, here's my thing. I played the campaign. I started a friend a brand new playthrough, and I got so far this weekend that I will say this: when you see the opening sequence in the game, and you see what happens to Sarah in the first 15 minutes. I was wrecked. I really was. I don't know if it's because when I played this game several years ago, I knew what was coming. But back then, I was not a father. Now, being a father and having seen that, I was like, uh, uh, let me, uh, you know, okay. I, I knew this was coming. I, it, still, it still hurts. Now, let's, let's go and watch the TV show. 
I think it's a good adaptation so far from what I'm seeing. I have a couple of complaints, though. First off, you know, I, I absolutely love that they paid attention to so many details. And, of course, we saw a YouTube video saying, hey, here's all the spoilers, whatever. I What I don't appreciate myself, this is just me speaking, is that there were elements that were brought on to the TV show that were... I consider we're not canon in the video game. You get to see more of the backstory of what Joel does for a living. You kind of see a little bit more that they're kind of struggling financially, or at least that's the impression I get. You get to spend a day in the life of Sarah, which in the game you never did. And and even in the game, without having seen that, for just seeing kind of how playful she was and those those few minutes that you get with her, she was a character I really liked, whereas in this movie, I did not dislike her, but I was like, you know, you could you could tell so much with so less. I was kind of joking in the Discord earlier today that I actually dropped a link. I don't know if you've seen this movie, Vance, but there's a there was a movie that was a video game adaptation of the old Silent Hill game. That movie, the original couple of minutes... They actually recreated camera angles that of like of the video game, how things were moving, how stuff was happening when things got dark. That I remember sitting in the movie theater seeing this movie, and I was like, dude, this is exactly like the video game. After that happens in the Silent Hill movie, the whole the rest of the movie sucks. Okay, truth be told. <laughs> but the beginning sequence, I was like, wow, they really captured it. Whereas in, in The Last of Us, I felt that they did a really good job of sprinkling in elements that were in the game, some very faithful, some were not very faithful. Because in the original game, when when the dog is barking, the neighbor's dog is barking, you know, eventually you get to that point where the with the dog kind of like whimpers and you know the, that dog's gone, right? <laughs> and and in the in the TV show, the dog's still around. I mean, they they took some creative liberties. I guess for me, I would have really appreciated the fact if they had kept it like very close to the source material. And part part of me in the original in the original game, now that I was replaying it, is when you're carrying the the daughter and running away from the infected. There's this sense of terror, man, literal terror. That I wasn't turning back. You, I couldn't see what was coming behind me, but you could hear the audio of something just like about to creep up in you. And even in one part, you can see a shadow of something coming behind you. Whereas in the show, you know, you can see like, oh, there's one infected, two infected, three infected. There was like a sense of terror and not knowing what was there, but you know, it was coming. May I hope that makes sense. <laughs> no, I, I, I get you. I- Especially in the part where they they have the wrecked vehicle, you know their 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 yes. vehicle is overturned. In the game, you pick up Sarah and you have to carry her, and you have exactly. to rely on Tommy to protect you. Now, mm-hmm. in the game, you you guys are together as a group up until a point uh, from the wrecked vehicle to the outskirt out uh, outskirts of the town. You're together as a group until they reach the restaurant, which again was in the in the TV show. Right, but Tommy yeah, the, stays the, the in the rest- restaurant holding the door. Yes, he ho- he he's holding the door there. Um, I did feel like there was a little bit of a missed opportunity because I remember the first playthrough 
when you're carrying Sarah and like you have, you, you can't defend yourself. The only yes. thing you can do is run, right? Yeah. There's no fighting because both your hands are, ha- has your daughter, right? So yeah. you're helpless and you don't really know where you're supposed to go because you've never played the game before. Right. At that point, I mean, right? I, so it's I, like, I couldn't, I couldn't remember how to dash. Right. right. Um, and, and you, you're going down the street, you've got crowds of people jostling you on your side, you mm-hmm. got explosions and yeah. somehow you, the first time I played it, somehow I met, I, 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 I made it to where you were supposed to go. Right. Until the, yeah. uh, the climactic and, scene to end and the prologue. Now that I was doing this this replay, I had you know I had the nice headset. Before when I played it, it was just you know the the stereo TV. Now yeah. I had the nice headset. I swear again, you can hear that some dudes coming right like yeah you can hear you them right, right 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 behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was that, a very and, and that feeling was like right. like it was very whoa. intense uh, intense visceral feeling, and I felt like it was a little shortchanged in the show. It was because it was like it was from the truck and literally 10 feet you're into the alleyway and then through the restaurant like mm-hmm. it was very short. I know time is always the essence with these TV shows, but I I felt like they really missed the opportunity to show and, that helpless feeling. And, and again, uh, I, I feel that in. they could have shown like so much make it so much dramatic or suspenseful. If they never, if they would have relied more on the audio of the TV or the system, than actually showing you the guys that are like ten feet away from you, uh, I think I'm on the same page with you as far as uh, that particular uh, point in the show. On the other, adding more to the backstory and stuff like the the you spend the first uh, you spend the day with uh, Sarah as right. she goes through the process of fixing the watch and going to town her being in school and you get to see the little the cues like, of what's of what's to come I, I, I don't know it's like i think they added that stuff in to just kind of give you more of a, a setting like a environmental setting like they they showed the picture of george w bush on the on the wall right so it's like i know they already said it was 2003 but it's like they're doing little things to kind of like place you in the time frame well you know you know what i why i think her whole day arc was there for to kind of make you care about the character and the relationship with the father for those who had no idea what was to come. It's really a balancing act when it comes to like a show like this, because I mean, when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, it's a, it's a zombie show, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, it's that zombies. True. So for somebody like not like Vance, uh, you know, like Vance can't even make it past the first thirty seconds of the show. Hey. Uh, for my wife, hey, I got right? I got an hour left. <laughs> for my for my wife who loves to watch TV shows, she is very particular about what she watches. So yeah, zombies is not, I would say, in her ballpark. But she watched the show with me last night. It's rare for her to sit down and watch a show in this genre, if ever. I don't think, a matter of fact, I don't think she's ever watched a zombie movie or show because it's like, really, it's kind of silly, the whole idea of zombies, right? So you kind of have to like, for people like who are easily turned off by the theme, I think you really have to like give you more of character development. 
where they well, can't, it, right? Well, it's because they really you, have to sell the characters. The the big one out there, right? Is you know, let's let's address it. It's The Walking Dead, right? Right. So, so if you say, hey, this is a zombie show, and say it's like The Walking Dead, you know, The Walking Dead's got like tons of years of history of TV shows, of comic books, and it's got a very loyal fan base. So I guess I can see it where at the end of the day, you can be like, okay, these are like zombies, but but there's a twist. (laughs) Yeah. It's a twist to it. Um, And we've, this like every, every zombie franchise that comes out has, has to have some sort of twist, right? Yeah. This is a slow walking zombies or, does fast running zombies, oh, you know, like I saw, uh, I saw one, I saw one on an anime that was blind zombies. Oh yeah. They, they oh. came at you if they heard you. Right. Uh, world, world war Z, that was Brad Pitt. Remember that movie? Yeah. They, Where they that, those were are, super those are, fast. They were like very particular zombies too. They yeah, would they not, didn't like they would not attack. Sick. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, everybody's got their own little spin on it. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I just feel like they have to like we didn't really get a whole lot of zombies, right? In this in this premiere. Mm-hmm. Because it really focused around Joel. It's 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 and, it's and the Sarah. character development right yeah. now. And, and and it's kinda like a short season, isn't it? It's like six episodes? Nine. 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 And okay. I think they're all like an hour and a half long. Yeah. They're, okay. Yeah. Now, hey, now there's something here if if I if I can kind of still have a little bit of, of time on this is that there was something that I really felt was very, very dumb, both in the game and in the, and in the show there in the game, they kind of did. You get to, to scenes where like, Oh, there's spores. Let me wear a mask just to go down this aisle or something. Mm-hmm. If there was really spores, by the time you notice them, you've already inhaled them, right? Right. And I think and, that's probably why they went away from spores in the show. Mm-hmm. Because we all just lived through a pandemic. It didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, like people we got sick with or without the mask. It just didn't matter. Yeah. It, it, um, but but here's part of the, the stuff that was canon in the show and or like the game is that Sometimes the cordyceps would just find a spot to just veg out. <laughs> I don't know if that's the, the best expression for them. Right. But become spore emitters. And they and they had that in the show. Right. I mean, they're like literally standing. The guy, the guy that was grown into the wall. Exactly. They're five feet away from, from this like virus creation pollutant. Right. Oh, yeah. It's chill. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I was thinking like, man, they're getting awfully close to that guy. You know, yeah. it's, it's not that he was going to jump out, but knowing from the show, from the from the game, that that room would be filled with spores, right? Because exactly. when they Absolutely. get when they get to that point where they're where they just kind of like plop into the corner and start having stuff grow out of them, yeah, like they're emitting all the spore, the fungus spores that can be inhaled, and if you inhale it, well, you're infected. Right. Um, and, and and in the show, it's like, oh, hey, look, there's there's this guy. Let me make no effort whatsoever to try to <laughs> right. uh, put it, some it, distance. Yeah. Or- it's kind of a weird – It's like a, it's, it is kind of a weird thing because, you know, in the initial outbreak, you see people are infected, but you don't see anything in the air. 
how are the people getting infected? They're obviously breathing it in, but you don't see anything. And for them to be in the room where one of these got one of these things should be emitting yes. tons of spores, like yes. they should have all, they should be infected as soon as they walked in the room. I right? absolutely agree, or or at least have some concern for their well being. I don't know, matter of convenience, right? They don't want that. They didn't. They didn't want the spores because they didn't want their actors going around wearing gas masks all the time. Yeah. So they had to come up with a different, you know, the the things that was coming out of the people uh, of the mouths of the infected. I'm not sure, quite sure how those things work, but they added that. That wasn't in the game. Yeah. Uh, but I know one thing is actually pretty creepy. Uh, yeah, because um at the beginning. Where the, what was it? I guess he's like a doctor, scientist, whatever. And he's explaining, you know, about the the whole, you know, like fungi and stuff like that. Dude, you know, dude, like you know who that was? That, that was, I think I think his name is Daryl Hannah. If you remember him, he used to be like a, a comedy guy mm-hmm. from like a bunch of movies back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. He was the last in the movie mummy. I think he was in that I remember was Jungle Cruise. The one with The Rock that came out like two years ago. No, he was. It was there. He was in it. He was no. the goofy. No, he. What was no, it? Was that was not him. The mummy. It was the mummy. Exactly. Yeah, he's the, basically the, the same character, but in a, yeah, in, yeah. like in the mummy. In the mummy. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, then because uh, because Sarah, you remember she's even asking, you know, like, well, you know, like how, you know, did they get affected? He's like, we don't know. And she's like, well, you know, like where? He's like, what well, downtown? You know, and she's like, well, you know, the. Um, the the neighbors, the outers, you know, they're you know used to take Nana downtown all the time. He was like, we don't know, but yeah, like you said, so it was you know trying to get into how it was, you know, spread out. I guess you can mm-hmm. say when it suits them, they'll use it, and when it doesn't suit them, they'll ignore it. Right. <laughs> so and so and and the one last thing that I that was appreciated for me was that the actress who was the leader of the Fireflies. I didn't know this, but I Mm -hmm. saw this in one of the videos that I saw afterwards. Was the same exact actress who did the voice for that character back for the 2003 game. Yep. Which which proves my point that maybe they would have brought Troy Baker instead of Pedro Pascal. Because Troy Baker did Joel's voice. That's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, Troy Baker doesn't look anything like Joel. He definitely has a voice, obviously, but uh, exactly doesn't look anything like Joel. That's another point. It's like I, what did you think about the casting of Joel and Ellie and the, some of the other characters? I interesting Ellie, choice. Ellie was not would have not been my first pick for the actress that they chose, but the Joel character I think they nailed. In hindsight, I don't know who Ellie would have been a good you know, choice for that, for, for that, that particular role. Uh, role. How about you, Vance? When I first saw Joel, I thought I was Chris Pratt. <laughs> I was like, is that, is that the guy from Walmart? Like, oh, no, man. Him. Okay. That's so, the Mandalorian. Talking about yeah. in the show, that's Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian. Exactly. Oh, Playing see. the same role. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's been so long watching so many TV shows. I'm like, yeah. You know, they all start looking alike. Everybody's looking alike. But um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Lady Switch said she thought that was that was Chris Pratt as well. But um but yeah, I mean it was definitely definitely like you know, interesting the characters, you know, that they 
they chose. But then again, I don't know who was lined up, who, you know, who was, I guess, in the runnings. I can't remember all the, all the actors that they had put forward as being Joe. I don't, one of them was uh, the guy that played Jamie Lannister in the Game of Thrones. Nikolai Wadu or something like that. He should have uh, played Tommy. Yeah. But uh I'm I'm surprised at how close Pedro Pascal looks to the game character. I they did an amazing think job so with the yeah. uh, makeup. When they when the first, you know, sequence came on and he's wearing like, you know, the shirt that he had inside out and everything, again, after just playing uh, the game this past weekend, I was like, yeah. I can totally see this guy being being the being Joel. And I don't know what it was, but like twenty years later, when they were in the quarantine zone, like did his body shape like did he bulk up or something? Because he looked like he added a bunch of muscle. It's a special effects, man. I guess, but it he looked like they tried to make him look like physically, even his body type, more like Joel's uh, in in the game, but. um so yeah, Pedro Pascal, he's working he, he he looks a lot like Joel and sounds like him. He's got it down. Uh Ellie, and there's a lot of backlash I feel like when she was chosen because she doesn't look like Ellie. Nope, nope she does not. And that for me was like, yeah, she doesn't look like Ellie. I'm like, how am I gonna like, you know, get over that aspect of it? But you know, from we don't get a whole lot of her in the first episode. She does have a lot of that sass. So when she's, you know, shooting the birds and uh, cussing up a storm and just being a little brat, that part of the character comes through. So I I, I don't think it will be long before, like pretty soon, I'll, I'll visually I'll be accepting her as Ellie as long as she can keep up the that portrayal of all the mannerisms and stuff. Well, it wasn't that the response that the that the producers gave after the the initial backlash that, hey, we wanted somebody that could have the emotional depth of Ellie, right? Yeah, and I think we talked about this. I, yep, uh, we had we talked about this in a previous episode where, mm-hmm. like, they wanted an actor with the the acting credentials that can really pull it off as an actor. And the looks were kind of secondary. Like, okay, okay, but let's talk about something here. You just said the looks are secondary. Sarah is completely different than her video game version. Completely, completely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, so what's your take on that? I think it's fine. I mean, she's still. Had, she she still had that like sweet daughter you know it's how I like like my daughter to behave you know act come across yeah just like super sweet you know and I, I just I, I think I she think put, they, portrayed that great I I think that the actress nailed it I, I I will admit to that but I know that my first reaction again not maybe having missed that in the trailer I was like mm-hmm. like wait what. I'm I'm like Lady Swish saying that you know I did a double take there, because because I was like, right. is that is that Sarah? What I yeah. missed something? But again, I mean, I think they just were looking somebody to to come across as very, you know, just I mean, super sweet somebody you can get emotionally invested in in 15 minutes. And right. and and someone that that could portray also 
a level of caring and funness in, like you said, in a short time window. That short time window. Right. So, um, as long as the actress or you know actress could pull that off, it's probably in her audition. She she I guess she just she came across being able to do that. So, uh, and I I didn't even see it. Like literally, uh, when I'm watching it, the first like the first thirty seconds, like, oh, totally different direction. But after that, I didn't even think yeah. about it for the rest of the time that she was on the screen. Yeah. Because she sold that character. Now right? there is something though that the, the whole time that when she first was introduced, I was like, she looks familiar from something. And I don't know if you figured this out, but she is the daughter mm-hmm. of an actress that's been around for a number of years in a number of films. From uh, she's the daughter of Thandie Newton. I think she changed her name to go by uh, Tandine, Thandine now. Mm-hmm. But she was in Mission Impossible 2. She was like in a bunch of good movies. More recently, I've seen her in Westworld. Right. And in that movie that she's in there with uh, Hugh Jackman, uh, what is it, Remembrance or whatever. But she's been around for a while. And and I was like, this this actress reminds me of somebody I had to Google it because I was like, I know I've seen her somewhere. Well, it's it's the mother that I've seen in multiple films throughout the years. Yeah, I didn't get I re- that. Story. I really like Tommy because the guy sounds just like the dude in the game. I don't know yes. who the voice actor was in the game. I mean, but he is spot on. That's yeah, Tommy. That that Texas draw they had you they know, all, to, you had to I mean you couldn't get away from listening to that Texas accent <laughs> uh, and and by the way I lived in Texas for a number of years I mean I I did I went to to school in Texas so so to to hear these guys these guys talking I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah I think I mean all the all the casting is working for him I mean I I, so, I didn't see a single single uh, Cast member that I didn't think was doing a great job. May I mean I don't think that they that they're not doing a great job per se, but the one the one choice that to me was questionable was Tess. I don't know from seeing the video game counterpart, I envisioned her like you know a tough woman, mm-hmm. but in the show she was a tough kind of really older woman, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and and to me that was the one thing that I was just like, ah. I mean, she's got the attitude, but I just visually can't see her. <laughs> hey, Joel likes older women. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel is supposed to be in his late fifties at this point, <laughs> right? I mean, they definitely put enough white in his hair, yeah, but not as much white as I've got. But, but I'm not. I, I could wait, 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 wait. At one point, <laughs> I was wondering if all that white in his hair was old age. Or just dust by living in this in, in this city in this condition. Yeah. Hey, that just goes to show how stressful my job is. All right. Every <laughs> <laughs> this is what working at the airline does to you, right? If if I was in a, a post apocalyptic world, my hair wouldn't be this white. Be like Joe's. <laughs> so so it's more stressful. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So I looked up her mom. Okay. All right, yes, I know who she is. All right, all right, yeah, I ain't know that. Yeah. She's been yeah. in, she's been in, in multiple stuff, man. But again, when I was seeing the daughter in the in the role, I kept on thinking I've seen this person in another movie 
But I was like, that can't be right. She wasn't in, you know, in Mission Impossible catalog. That's that's not what came to mind. But it was like, I got to look this up. What did you think about the uh, the portions of the show that were almost word for word, scene for scene, identical to the game? Those is where where I was thinking, yeah, they could have silent killed this, right? Right. It blew my mind. Like, I think the first example, I mean, the first example of it was probably when uh, uh, Sarah gives him his birthday gift. Yeah. Like, on the couch. Um, the dialogue is right from the game. It's you absolutely, know? I mean, you know, and, you know, the, the, the line, you know, drugs. I sold, yeah, hard I sold drugs. hardcore drugs. But I, they even have a t-shirt. She's got the t-shirt. That the girl, yes, she does. The exact same T-shirt. I like, and there's some cool aspects about uh, some of the stuff that's in the show, like the T-shirt. It's, uh, all, it's like all a, the little Easter eggs that are all little Easter there. eggs, like uh, it, on the back of the T-shirt. It has the uh, it's like a a band uh, tour mm-hmm. that they that they had gone on or whatever for the year, and it it has all the locations that the characters go on in the game. On the back yeah. of the T-shirt, um, but his the shirt that he was wearing, the clothes that Tommy had on, all pulled directly from the game uh, when they were trying to escape. When they're, the when they're in the truck, right? When they're going like this back road, and they get to this intersection that says Austin that way, something else that way. I mean, it was all visually exactly the same. Wow. Yeah. Hey, what about Denise? Dundies. That's the baby that got killed in the middle of the street. When he was like, "Get back in the house," and then you see him with like, uh, like you see him in the back, like where they're driving off from the neighborhood. Oh, and then the back and they oh, run, oh, and then the old oh. dude, he's like running over. Yeah, there you're talking like, about the neighbors. Get her. Yeah, the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. that was um, that was that was brand new. That part was new. Like, yeah, in in the in the game, uh, Sarah doesn't go outside. No, right, she, right, yeah, yeah, she stays um, inside. Yeah, and this is like the gameplay portion of the of the of the game where like when you wake up as sarah and you go you go into uh her dad's bedroom and you turn on the television and then you go downstairs and you find the note on the refrigerator and then the cell phone like cell phones that we have now like because it was 2013 in the game but it's 2003 in the tv show right 2003 we didn't have smartphones we had flip phones or uh, Nokia phones, right? Or brick phones. Nokia. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Nokia brick. Yep. So it's totally different. She never, she never goes outside. You know, uh, yeah. she uh, she hears the dog that. And you know, was talking actually, about earlier. that was such a departure because here, not only does she go outside, she goes all the way into the na- into the neighbor's house, right? Into right. the neighbor's house. Hey, right. I'm like, sorry. Why would you? Like, yeah, why would I'm you? I'm sorry. Hopefully. My neighbors, sorry, but if your door is wide open and there's blood all on the floor, I'm not going in your house. Uh, neither am I. <laughs> I'm not going in your house. <laughs> right. When you have the dog that lives in the house backpedaling, we, uh, right? we're gone. <laughs> we're if the gone. dog doesn't even want to go in there, I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she went uh, She went full, full up in there. But oh, but. The great part about that scene, and this is the little details, like, like she comes running out of the house, and the 
the woman comes charging after her. And this is like characterization, right? Uh, Tommy was like, Joe, what I do, right? He's got the gun raised. He's like, what do you want me to do? And Joe just like waylays into that woman. Boy, he didn't even hesitate. He went full, just like in the video game. Like when you're in fights, you know, it's like there's not uh, these uh, like little punches. Everything is exaggerated, right? Yeah, right. And like he just with that, was it a pipe wrench that he had? It, it, yeah. it was a, a really big wrench. <laughs> it was a big wrench. And he just pulled like a baseball, a baseball bat on her, you know, on her head. Um, and that, uh, that was just like, Hey, we're going to show that Joel doesn't hesitate. And he, when he goes to violence, it's violent. Yeah. But then he drops it. Like I found I'm that, that exact thing. Why did he drop it? I mean, like, obviously he, he had it in his hand. It. Maybe he, he was, was afraid that the, there's something on the blood that would infect him. I don't know, but the fact that, that he <laughs> dropped it after the, after that, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I'd still keep it in my hand. You know, what if the other neighbor comes out? Denise. Is that the real <laughs> Denise? Right. <laughs> right. So now, so, I mean, like, I believe the game and, uh, and you know, like the, the movie um is like, uh, I don't know if it, it was the same, but as uh, far as like, you know, where they're driving, he's like, hey, you know, you know Tom was like, hey, you know, they have a kid in here. Joe, like, we do too. Like, you know, they're like, I ain't stopping either. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody else could come along. Exactly. That was actually exactly from the game. And that was yeah. kind of like the same dialogue from the game. But it kind of shows you that, you know, fight or flight, like, am I looking out for everyone or am I just trying hey, to make out? He for survived, my didn't he? 20 years later, everything he did, he survived. Of course, his daughter didn't, but. He he does what it takes to survive, you know. He's yeah. basically telling Tommy to run those people over. Right. I know. I mean, he was just, just like, pump it, man. Yeah. What are you look, slowing down for? Keep going. But when it's when it's life or death situation, compassion to get you killed. Right. But I'm he sorry. wasn't like you know. I don't think that he's like in panic mode about his own life, right? He's trying to get Sarah to save Exactly. Him. So right. he's like, it okay. Had Sarah not been in there with him, I personally think that the, that it would have been like, I right, man, just pop him and 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 the back of the truck and let's go. I mean, he probably would have fortified down or something. I don't know. Totally, might gone on a totally different direction. Joe and, and and his brother have like guns buried out in the wood, you know woods somewhere. Like they're survivors <laughs> or something. That's <laughs> how they come across. Well, yeah, because you figure the only reason why they went back to the neighborhood was to get Sarah. So once they got Tommy out of jail, they'd have been gone. You know, like like I mean, like they'd have been you know, down I sixty five. They ain't no <laughs> to Mexico by then. You know, you know that's what mm-hmm. that, that's where they were. You know, going whatever like that. You know, before the truck yeah. flipped, they weren't hesitating when they ran into the roadblock with the military. Like, yeah, they knew they were like. No, we got to get around. We got to get out of town before this place is totally locked down. So, right. Um, and I mean, he had a plan. He like, hey, look, we are gonna cut across the field. We gonna go over here behind this barricade. You know, let's go. You know, he he was ready. You know, and uh, yeah, I'm like, sheesh. I like I like Joe. He's like, look here, by any means necessary. Okay, I got I got a question here, and this is just merely opinion. When Joe is going out and he's carrying Ellie. Not Ellie, Sarah. 
out of the restaurant and he gets to that military guy who stops them. Did the military guy, in your opinion, shoot because the daughter was injured? Or did he just have orders to, to shoot on, on site? I think that he was ordered to shoot because Sarah was injured. Did he actually say, "Hey, he's got he's got an injury"? He did not say. It. He did not. He ah. did not say. Yeah, he did not say that. Exactly. Actually. Or did he? In the I game, did he say? I think he said it in the game, though. Did he? In the game, he did. And the game, I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, so you might discover a little. I mean, little I don't flaw know. In the dialogue. I mean, because I'm pretty sure in the game he he said that she was injured. Well, I mean, think about it. I I've not been in the military. But I could understand that if there is military presence around a perimeter, you are not getting across that perimeter. I'm sorry. You're right. They will hold you back. I mixed in, in, in an extreme situation like that, I would consider by any means necessary. So he's saying, stand back, stop, do not come. So I don't know, Vance, what, what, I mean, do you think that he, w- he would have been like, you know, this, this is what I got to do or... Hey, because there's an injured person that I don't know the status of, you know, uh, infected or not, do I shoot? Well, I think because he didn't know the status, it's like, shoot. Because the thing is, like, i rather like like Joe. Like, okay, I see a family. Maybe they could yeah, be right? cool. Maybe they could be not be cool. But the sure way to know is don't, you know, don't <laughs> interact with them at all. So uh-huh. the military guys like, well, look. I don't know if she's injured and y'all trying to concoct something or she could be injured and affected, but we're going to shoot uh, straight off the rip anyway. I think that they already had their rules of engagement in place. Exactly. Right? Because, uh, That's my thoughts too. Because look, the military ain't getting out there blockading roads in an hour or two, right? They would have already known that this was coming because uh, earlier in the show, we already got clues about Jakarta. Uh-huh. Uh, on the radio, oh, stuff's happening in Indonesia. Oh, you, you see police cars and SWAT teams and fire trucks. The entire episode going back and forth. The military already knew before we got to this point in the evening that this was going to go down. <laughs> you so, know what? Right. I just remembered, man. There's this episode of The Simpsons, like crazy old treehouse horror thing, where I think they all become zombies. And Homer Simpson is coming out of his house with his family and Ned Flanders shows up and he's like, you know, highly ho neighbor. Let me take a nibble, nibble it at your, at your ear a little bit. And Homer shoots him with a shotgun. And Bart says like, dad, you killed zombie Flanders. And, and Homer's line, he's like, he was a zombie. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But yeah, <laughs> Tony, to your, uh, yeah, to, you know, like you said about the military, it's like, so, you know, like two things, like, yeah, they would have had everything set up because you remember, um, you know, you hear like, you no know, the helicopters and stuff going around early in the day before Joel even gets back and, you know, Tommy calls and, you know, he's in jail. So it's like, yeah, like the, the military. And if you're in security and you gotta, you know, like, you know, set things right. It's like, yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're blockading and that's the thing, you know, cause, uh, I think the president or vice president came in one night and they had blocked everything off. And it's like, I'm literally like, I can see lady across the highway and the highway is probably like 
200 feet, like the overpass. And I'm asking, you know, the cop, like, hey, can I go over there? Like, she's literally right there. And he's like, no, like, I can't even walk across. He's ready. And say, hey, you know, like that. Like, I mean, they had like another guy pull up in the SUV. Like, hey, right, you know, right. can he go across? Like, he's like, no. So then I'm like, I can't go 200 feet right there. So, yeah. So, yeah, like, shoot on sight, injured, blood. Right. You don't care. Shoot on sight. And by the way, I just noticed that Queen Bit Beatdown is saying that, you know, going back to the topic about the wrench, the pipe wrench, it's a good thing that he dropped it because, you know, potentially the blood could have been a source of infection, too. Good point. Do y'all remember the movie back in 08? I think it's called The Happening with Mark Warburg. Oh, man, that movie was terrible, man. Yeah, yeah. But so I do remember it. It's funny because when the scientists start talking about, like, you know, like the spores and different things like that, like, you know, pretty much like nature, you know, like killing us as, a, as humans and there's nothing we could do, you know, because it, it gets inside your brain and, you know, your mind and makes you do crazy things that happen and, you know, came into mind. Like, that's what happened and happened. Interesting. Man, man, you know what? When that movie came out, I went to dinner with a group of people like either it was like the weekend right after it came out and in the table that I was sitting at, I was sitting next to a dude who was just like honest to God, really freaked out because he was saying, this could totally happen. This could absolutely happen. (laughs) And I'm sitting next to him like, (laughs) check, please. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy because cause like I just seen this uh little video. It's like a three four minute documentary about this ant, and it's like he gets infected like with these you know like mushrooms or whatever like that, or this mushroom, and like mushrooms start growing out, and then when he dies, yeah. he explodes, and you know like the spores is what that's what this is. That's what this yeah. is. That's what Th- this that's game is based on. Yeah, yeah, the cordyceps oh. fungus. Yeah, so once he dies and they. Kind of see a little mushroom going. Yeah, they, you know, one person, one ant drags the body far away from the colony. I was like, dang, I wouldn't want that job at all. Yeah, the whole the whole premise of this game is based on a real world thing. It's a, a real effect a in fungi- nature. Uh, yeah, real infections that affect ants, colonies of ants, where they like. Turn into zombies, basically, just how he describes it at the very beginning of the, zombies, of the show. Uh, puppets. So, yeah, that's why it makes this show kind of like, you know, really scary, I guess, is the fact that it's based on something that actually is, exists in nature. Yes. And a smaller scale. Yeah. I mean, it, it affects ants and other tiny insects, but. Yeah, you know, but never but, you know. know what, what I found <laughs> what I found interesting was that commentary at the beginning where he's like, "Well, imagine if the planet were to get a little bit warmer, right? <laughs> twenty twenty, you know, global warming, boom, it all connected, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they they right. they were talking about at the very beginning about the uh, yeah about the spread of uh, the virus." through air travel, how quickly uh-huh. it happened, you know, and this is all theoretical at the time, right? This is 1968. It's like, Oh yeah. We think that with air travel the way it is, that something could pop up over here. And next thing you know, the whole planet is infected within weeks. That's the same thing in the show. 
you see there's a lot of airplanes, right? They're showing a lot of airplanes. So it's like, you know, kind yeah. of harping yeah. on that fact that, yeah, this is spreading quickly because just we got these planes landing everywhere <laughs> with infected people. But, um, and crashing too. Yeah, and crashing. <laughs> That's a new thing. That's a new thing nowadays is showing planes just falling out of the sky. M. Night Sh- uh, Shalomon, the guy that did uh, Shamalan. Shamalan, the guy did uh, what's the Bruce Willis movie? We were just talking about The Happening. Yeah, that's another one of his movies. Yeah. He's got a new one coming out with uh, Batista with about the end of the world. And there's a scene in the trailers where they show a plane falling out of the sky. All right. Here's if you're if if when that movie comes out, here's the plot twist. They're already dead. It's always something like that. Oh, you mean like Lost? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another show gone bad. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully this is uh, this show is not destined for some uh, bad ending like that. We already no. know how the first I, season of uh, the game ends, but honestly, I think this this show had a a good opening. Um, again, haven't been a fan of the original game. I'm thinking I liked it. I agree. Uh, it didn't. I mean, honestly, Game of Thrones. Since we've recently talked about that in, in, in the show, it took about two or three episodes before I was like, "Dude, I am hooked on this." Like, like what is happening? Yeah, comparatively, uh, the first episode of Game of Thrones was just okay. You yeah, know? exactly. Exactly um, right. And and then uh, this one, at least I have some context because when I saw Game of Thrones, you know. I had no clue what was happening. I had no idea that the Targaryens or anything. I think it's off to a great start. Uh, it's almost universal, universally being well received. I can't wait till the next episode next Sunday as they're now into the Boston area outside the walls, and we're going to start seeing some some uh, scary stuff. Sorry, Vance. <laughs> clickers and you know just more intense intense moments as they navigate their way through the boston area and then there's some stuff that happens you know that's pretty intense and and this what i think is going to be the next uh, how it plays out how it's been playing out exactly like the game so yeah if you I mean, played the game at least that far you know kind of what i'm talking about i mean so far yeah i'm, I'm moment I've played, coming i've played so far where to where we're at on the show. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's see what keeps on happening. Definitely very well made show. I mean, the attention to detail, the love that uh, the creators are putting into it. You can see it is definitely the show of the year so far, I think. Well, there hasn't been that much that would actually land in the show of the year category. <laughs> yeah, well, we're only 16 days in, so. Yeah. Well, if you guys have anything else, I think that wraps it up. So we we won't be doing a week-by-week week breakdown of the show. We might come back to it later on in the season uh, after a few episodes have passed. But we'll, next week, we will be doing an episode on Wakanda Forever. We're talking Wakanda Forever next week. So yeah, uh, you've had plenty of time to watch it. It's been out for a few months. So if you haven't watched it, well... You know, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. 
And then we might hit upon a little bit in that show about the new Ant-Man movie that's going to be dropping in February. Quantum Mania, right? Is that what it's called? And have you seen the new trailer? I have. It to you? I, I have not seen it. Are we finally getting our Thanos character? I, I think we are. I think it's going to be Kang the Conqueror. And the trailer has like some small tidbits of another villain that might be in there to a lesser scale. But yeah, that's next yeah. week's episode. Uh, check I, that out. Oh, before we sign off, what are you guys playing? I, I, I wanted to say this. I am actually right now playing The Last of Us, and I started playing it just for the show. And I'm like now debating whether should I finally make that full playthrough. So there's a good chance I will do that. I'm also playing Marvel Snap. For those who are still playing Marvel Snap, which there's a huge fan base, the ability to challenge your friends is coming out officially announced for January the 31st. So you'll get this right on time before you can see Wakanda Forever in Disney+. Plus. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And, 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 and lastly, again, check out that, that uh, Good to Game Play, uh, Good to Game Radio playlist give me some thoughts on cool songs that we can add again they have to be video game related that's the only thing but check it out it's on the discord link you can download it give us your feedback see if tell us what you thought i mean and yeah don't, don't forget the uh the the contest giveaway we'll be putting up a uh, a new question in the contest category for yes. based on uh, this uh show that aired tonight uh, send us your answer. DM us. The instructions are in the uh, in the show in the uh, description for the category. There have a chance at the twenty five dollar uh, Amazon gift card. So I'll be sure to get your answer in submitted to us. All right. Thanks again for joining us. Oh, be sure to check out uh, check out our episodes on our audio podcast, Good to Game Radio. We've got like eighty four episodes up. Uh, check those out. And uh, season three. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys next week for Wakanda Forever. Later, guys. It's a pleasure.